0: Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. Uh, You got with you today, uh, the Knucklehead Um, Stephen. We also got a special guest coming in from, uh, she's a brand new Austinite. Phoebe, how long have you been in Austin?
1: I've been here for almost exactly a month. In a couple of days, it'll okay, be a so month. Yeah,
0: we're, we're kicking in. We're kicking in the door of your first month into Austin, all the way from uh, all the way from San Francisco. So, welcome to the great country of Texas, Thank and my you. buddies. In the- <laughs>
1: me. Yeah, everyone so. keeps saying congratulations, which I think is the greatest response.
0: <laughs> I love it. I'm excited <laughs> it's, it's, to be here. <laughs> it's totally Texan uh, to be able to say something like that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So, um, Phoebe Mrochik. Uh, and Phoebe, so give somebody, give give some of our audience a little bit of a backstory. So you're coming here from, from San Francisco, uh, but you work in, in media and you work in advertising, you work in marketing, help people understand what you do.
1: Yeah. So I am a marketing strategist, a business coach, um, and a podcaster. So I have a podcast and then I help um entrepreneurs that are between the the years of two to five years into their business, I help them scale I h- help them market, but most importantly, I help them position their themselves in a way that attracts more clients and helps them scale in that way
0: well there's a there's an awful lot of those in Austin that I'm sure you're gonna be able to rub elbows with um, there is uh, there's no shortage of there's no shortage of entrepreneurs. Uh, out there. There's no question about it. Now's a really good time to run a business. Um, there's also a shortage of kind of subject matter experts or people that that aren't willing to convey what they've messed up, right? You could, people will, will actually, they'll be in a rush to tell you how great they are and how awesome they are and how their strategies have led to all these incredible things, but they don't want to talk about when things didn't work out very well. So Quite frankly, that's that's the whole point of Not Quite Podcast. We started this podcast based on the premise that, hey, listen, there's not one of us who has this all figured out. There may be all the information that's available, but each one of us have our own flavor of failure, own flavor of mistake and setback that have led us to what we're doing now or have led to that breakthrough that we're looking for. So um, Help people understand how you got into this business and and was there a mess up or screw up that led you to this to this uh, instance or was there another story that you had in mind?
1: I mean, to be honest, when you said that there you know people are so quick to praise themselves and to tout all these amazing accomplishments, I find myself actually the opposite, which is why I feel really comfortable in this scenario. I am not shy at all. I do not shy away from having tough conversations or shedding light on what's actually not gone right for me so that other people can shortcut the process. And so I have, I mean, just my background, I'm a former division one college athlete. I played soccer, um, then transitioned quickly into left there and then went into um, entrepreneurship, started a Mary Kay business and then went overseas. I spent seven years in uh, Taiwan, then China for three years, uh, London, Berlin. And in Berlin, I actually started, I was doing a motorcycle trip through Europe and started a travel blog. And that's really what got me into this whole idea of online marketing and online business. And what is this? And turns out when you build a blog, not everybody (laughs) finds it. You don't instantly become successful. And you know, this, yeah, this huge success that I thought I was going to be, I was going to be famous and that didn't happen. So, um, segued into actually starting to do Facebook ads and funnels and marketing strategy for people, launch strategies, all paid advertising. And in that process, as i was doing it i just happened to be quite good at it because i'm i used to be a great numbers person i say used to be because it's not really a priority for me anymore but i do remember like this moment for me was a pivotal pivotal uh turning point in my career where i went to a conference and i had this whole other brand which someday i'm going to find the photo of i'm sure it's out there somewhere <laughs> but the domain is not canceled so it's called makeup your marketing which, by the way, I had a conversation with some lady in Mary Kay, and she was like, "Do you have a business?" And I just yes came out of my mouth, which I did not. And I was like, "Yep." And she goes, "Oh, do you do you give trainings?" I was like, "Mm-hmm." <laughs> and she's like, "Okay, could you give my whole unit, which was like 40 people, a training on marketing on Monday?" And I was like, "No problem." And it was Friday, so I had to go home, create, buy the domain, pray that it was available, buy it, build it in 48 hours, and then be ready to train on Monday. So. <laughs> this makeup your marketing was kind of built on (laughs) on a bit of a lie
0: did you did you you train them on due diligence I mean how did you I'm just kidding (laughs) vetting (laughs) vetting qualified trainer no I'm just messing I'm just messing well I
1: mean she had known that I had had quite you know some success in Mary Kay previously but the to this level was different and Um, and so I built this whole brand around makeup, your marketing. And so I go to this conference and this woman comes up to me and we're talking for 20 minutes. And then finally I I say that, you know, Oh, my brand is makeup, your marketing. She's like, Oh my God, you're Phoebe. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, wow, you are nothing like I expected. And that was, I, I didn't even know what to say. And I just kind of fumbled over my words for the next five minutes. And then was like, why do you say that? And she's like, you, there's just such a disconnect between who you present online and who you are in real life. And that I think was the biggest mistake that I was making because A, I wasn't actually honoring the other pieces of myself. And I have a really, I've had a really interesting life and I didn't showcase any of that. I was just, I pigeonholed myself as this one person and the brand was not a reflection of who I was. And so from that, that is why I'm so big on even just, I mean, personal branding, I've given a lot of talks on that, but I think what comes before that is the positioning. And there's this, you know, everyone talks about um, the what and the how, and then Simon Sinek came in and says, said, you know, people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And I actually believe that people buy who you are before they ever buy why you do what you do. So that is how I got into the positioning because then I started to pivot a little bit and be a little bit more honest about who I was, but I couldn't get there unless I was confident in myself. So that's now how I have the experience to help other people position themselves in a way that sets them apart just by being who they are and being honest and unique.
0: So I've got to, I've got to, I want to go back to that interaction. So for that five minutes you'd said, and I, I really liked how you, you were honest with the fact that you just started rambling or you started communicating and what I call word vomit in a way or brain dump as as I've heard it referred to. What was going through your mind?
1: Well, at first I was like, is she like, what is this a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> that was the first one. And then my initial reaction was really to to be defensive, right? Because this was something, this was my baby, and now you're calling it ugly. And now I have to defend myself. And then I just yeah. said I mean, I kind of blacked out for those five minutes, to be honest, because I was just, I went so internal. So I don't even know what was coming out of my mouth, but what I know how I was feeling, which was like, this has got to change. This is not okay. And because I love connection and this is, this is what I was talking about. And I just realized I must look like such a hypocrite because here I am teaching you how to, you you know, put some money behind ads to create a brand that you're proud of. And then I was, Like, well, but if this isn't even a reflection of who I am. And then there was the other part of me that got really excited. And I was like, well, how if I start talking about who I am and it can only go one way, which is great, you know? And so it just would feel a lot less, uh, there would be a lot less pressure on me to kind of keep up this image of somebody that I wasn't really, but it took that woman to really, I guess, cut to the core of like, okay, all right. So this actually isn't who I am. And that's great.
0: So, when you, I, I, that's, that's where, that's where things can really get interesting. So, you had a decision at that point in time to go one of two different ways. You could have fallen back. And so, can I ask, were you on this, this motorcycle expedition at the time or was this, was this, you were back in the States during, you know, during that, I guess that expedition throughout Europe?
1: Um, So, no, at the time of this interaction, is that what you mean? Yeah. So, that was after our motorcycle trip.
0: Okay. All right. So you're, you're, you're kind of firmly rooted in reality at this point. Like you're, you're, you're no longer in this um, expedition throughout the world. I mean, there's people who travel all the time and it's almost amazing talking to them about reality. Like the reality is I'd like to go on a trip where their reality is I'd like to actually have some normalcy and stay in one spot for a period of time. You know, there's, there's two distinctly different, uh, uh realities in that instance but for you you were back here you were back in production mode and somebody had in a way like i said called you out had you not considered that there was a disconnect between what you were marketing and who you were as a person um, at that point, or was this one of the first times where somebody had actually had this conversation with you?
1: Well, the thing is, I don't even think she realized she was just like, "Oh, she was just making an observation, and so the travel blog felt very much like me i'm I love to write, and so it was all my writing and my photos and and so that felt really aligned. But then, when it came to but then that didn't grow, right? I mean it grew and it was fine, but it wasn't this massive success. so I think you know, not consciously, but the decision I probably made or the, the voice that came in was like, okay, if you're, if you are yourself, it's not going to grow. So who do you need to be to make sure that grows? And who I needed to be at that time was, you know, this, I don't know, just aggressive and very alpha, like, and that's just, that's just not who I am. And so obviously now I realize that is not, the power is not in, in that. And it's actually in being who I am. But in that moment, it was like, well, I just, like what is real? What's reality for me? And actually I was still in Europe at the time, but it was like, okay, well, now it's kind of embarrassing. It's like, well, now you've seen me naked and now I feel awkward because who else is seeing this that I'm not seeing? So you get really embarrassed. Yeah.
0: It's it's a that's a great discovery. I just talked with somebody about this reflection, you know, and all I'm hearing as you're going through this process is just reflection over and over again. So as a result of this reflection, um, you had started to talk about uh, how it led to something more clear. Um, Obviously it took, it took place after that, that five minutes. Did you, uh, what changed about your, your process or I guess what changed about, Phoebe as a, as a brand and and your services that you provide?
1: Well, first of all, it became Phoebe as the brand like that. So I went from Makeup Your Marketing to just owning my name. And that was hard because again, everything told me not to. My last name's hard to spell. Even my first name's hard to spell and all this stuff. And then I just, I threw everything out. So I, I joke with my clients sometimes it's like dumping your purse out on the table and intentionally put, picking up and putting back what you want in your purse. And so that's what I did is I, I flipped my whole, not just business, but my life on its head and was like, what, what is this, right? Like, what is the, who am I? All the tough questions. And from there, the biggest step was now I'm going to own my name and I'm going to, that is going to be the brand. So that was a big step, um, a big step forward and a big like stake in the ground saying, you know, now I'm going to own this. And this is awesome because I don't have to, try to please anybody anymore this is just doing what I love and sharing what's real for me and in that I mean the business just took off after that because and I mean it's not hockey stick but it's a sustainable growth right which is what I love and what I what I'm looking to create more of in other people's businesses in my own is like just a sustainable growth but it's because I don't have to worry about the language that I'm using I'm just writing as me and people know it and they can recognize it so it just became so much just really a liberating process actually
0: that's good it's that's it's interesting a lot of people would want to steer away from that self-discovery one just because it's scary (laughs) and it and then to have somebody else observing you as you're going through that self-discovery my my goodness I can imagine that was very uh well, a fun, it's fun to look back on, but probably not fun to go through.
1: Totally. But yeah. I think that like strengthens my bond with my audience. I have people who have been with me from the very beginning when I was doing Canva tutorials, you know, to now where it's completely dif- different, shifted everything. And they're, I'm not going to say like die, die hard's is the wrong word, but they're like lifelong supporters of me. And I love that because they're friends. They're also random strangers all over the world that I don't know, but people who have my back. And anytime, you know, an opportunity comes up, right? They're the first ones to refer me because they know what I've been through, they know what I can speak on, and they've seen me grow throughout the entire process. So they also know my experience, which is really cool. And to think that your audience has your back—that is probably the biggest, uh, just boost in confidence to have that experience.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So if you were talking to yourself, uh, let's just say, I don't know, maybe. Uh, let's just say a few hours before you went into this meeting with this woman uh, that Friday. And you could tell, if you could tell yourself something, Hey, listen, here, like, Hey, listen, you're about ready to get slapped in the face by reality here. Um, here's something that I want you to pay attention to. What would that be?
1: Just always to, or what I would tell her is just to really be present and to appreciate this moment. Because if I knew that she was about to walk into this, it's like this, is about to change your life. But you know, just really accept it and really receive what she's saying and don't put up any other guard because it's so much easier to combat that than it is to really receive it and figure out what to do with it. So just really be present, listen, and know that this is going to be a huge learning lesson, a huge jumping off point, a leap pad or whatever those things are called um, to yeah. actually propel you forward.
0: So do you feel like, do you feel like, I don't mean to interrupt you because it's, I I think that there's something about your background being an athlete. Do you feel like that that set the foundation for you to be able to kind of take this tense and awkward, almost like self-revealing, uh, like vulnerable moment and go, oh, well, I've been exposed to this so many times before on the practice field or showed up by my teammates or some other team who's better than me that you already kind of knew how this process worked because you'd physically gone through it before?
1: I mean, that's, I've never really thought about it like that, but probably, right. I was able to take direction really easily, but it's all, and to be a coachable person is one thing, but all, you know, it's just, especially when you're building a business that feels so close to home, it's really hard to hear things that you don't want to hear. And so I think it's also a personality thing, right? Obviously hindsight, I can look back and be like, I handled it. And I was super smooth and suave and she had no idea that I was freaking out, but I'm sure I was sweating and I looked awkward, you know, which is totally <laughs> just my personality. So I think also it's, it is my personality to really listen and to be present. I think it was a, just a really challenging moment, um, that I'm happy I went through and I just always think, you know, there's no failure. It's just a lesson. And so that lesson was a big one. And now I feel so much better about it because it, it actually was just a liberate, yeah, a liberating experience. (laughs)
0: That's exciting. Good for you for going through that and having the courage to kind of walk through that and come out on the other side uh, better as a result of it. So good for you. Um, All right. So let's wrap with this. I mean, there's, there's probably got to be ways that people can connect with you, but there's also, there's also probably got to be a way that people can go and, and check out, you know, more about Phoebe or more about. You know this this experience for you or find out more about your services but you know how do people get in touch with you how do people connect with you and how can people support you
1: yeah well thank you for asking um i am very accessible on social media on, you know, through email and stuff. And I, I really like to keep it that way. I don't like to have a million gatekeepers or anything. So I am very active on Instagram if you're on there. So just at Phoebe Morochek, and hopefully that will be spelled somewhere so they can, um, <laughs> so it'll be easily accessible. Um, but I'm on Instagram every day and just documenting my life and in a way that obviously is, it's like edutainment, right? It's educational and it's entertaining, hopefully. Um, And so I'm there every day. I post all the time. And then my podcast is called Unbecoming. And that is for, it's the term unbecoming is for me, I've defined it as the practice of releasing judgment, expectations, past conditioning to actually step up and step into a more meaningful life. And so I talk to, I interview people. I just had my first male guest this past week. And I also, um. You Know, I do a lot of solo shows, so I'm share I'm literally bearing everything on these episodes, um, and so that's what I'm really proud about. I'm starting this new show that you know about called New to Austin, um, so that will be coming out in the spring. And just, I mean, send me an email. Um, my actual homepage is Phoebe Morochek, so that's probably a great place to start.
0: Very good, all right. So you keep on saying uh Morochek, but I love the way you explained it to me. You tell people. <laughs> tell people what you told me, whatever i tried to pronounce it the right way.
1: So it's spelled M R O C like cat Z like zebra E K. That is how I always have to say it on the phone. Um, and so to pronounce it, you just say it's bro, like bro with an M. So bro, and then check, like you write me a check. So Moreau check.
0: There you go. All right. So for all you knuckle draggers out there, like myself, uh, that like to tune into things like this and you get, uh, to listen to somebody with some marketing experience and understanding how things work from a psychology standpoint, look up Phoebe Brochek because she knows how to break things down pointy style. So that's that's the way that I like uh, that's the way that I like to um, communicate uh, with our audience. One because you know your attitude towards failure is a learning lesson, right? And that's really what it is. It's it's really just how can we expedite the process of failing and failing forward, and how can we make it. Quicker. How can we iteratively get better at what it is that we're doing, and uh, and do so that that increases the quality of the work result? So, um, I like that. So, I, I appreciate you you taking some time to talk with us and, and help us understand a little bit more about you and how to support you. Um, anything else that you want to leave this uh, this audience with uh, as we move forward and, and close this one out?
1: Just thank you for having me. And I really appreciate what you're doing. I think more, more people need to be sharing this. So the fact that you have created a platform where people can feel seen and heard and understood and like they belong in a place where you know people are sharing their failures just as much as their successes, it's huge. And if there's the only other thing I can say is just to make sure if you're building a business or as an extension of yourself, just make sure you get really crystal clear on who you are before you ever talk about why you do what you do, and the strength of your business is by, or is determined by the strength and strength of the foundation that it's built on. From a personal standpoint, so make sure you get that crystal clear.
0: One hundred percent. That's good input right there. Well, Phoebe told it uh, told it to you here on Black White Podcast. You can listen to Black White Podcast. Uh, Phoebe, we appreciate you. You taking the time uh, today. Thank you very much um you can listen to knucklehead podcast every every tuesday we come out with a new episode phoebes uh, will come out on a tuesday it doesn't mean that you can only listen to it on tuesday though. let's be honest you can listen to a podcast really anytime that's the convenient thing about it you feel if you have a difficult time falling asleep you'll probably watch this on our on our youtube channel you can fall asleep there um you, usually at nighttime, we've heard that best practice is you watch that at, at nighttime after you've gotten all your work done that's when you should be on youtube anyway um no but you, you can check us out on on uh, knucklehead podcast on instagram or on Facebook. So, uh, Phoebe told you how to get in touch with her and then uh, we thank her for taking the time. So with that, we are done guys, gals. We'll see you later. Thank you for your time.